This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condice Presley, and on our program today, we're going to talk about women's health, specifically black women's health and a local organization that is positioned to do even greater things in our community than they have done before. The organization is the Center for Black Women's Wellness, and joining us are the president and CEO of the Center for Black Women's Wellness, Jamia Dorsey, and Raven Johnson, who is a client of the center and a participant in a program called Healthy Start. We're gonna learn a little bit more about that in a moment. Welcome to the program, Ms. President and CEO. Tell us about the Center for Black Women's Wellness. Where are you and what kind of services do you provide? Well, Condice, thanks so much for having me. And the Center for Black Women's Wellness is a community-based nonprofit organization located in Atlanta in the Dunbar Neighborhood Center. We are a 30-year-old nonprofit organization, and we were really birthed from this premise that Black women uh, deserve access to quality, affordable health care, regardless of their insurance status, regardless of their income. And so being in a community that uh, a community center that did not look like a traditional doctor's office in which oftentimes black women who haven't readily accessed health care may be intimidated by traditional doctor's offices, we felt that we wanted to be that safe space for women that uh, deserved quality medical attention, again, regardless of their ability to pay. And anytime we're talking about black women, we know that that also means that you have to offer programming not only for them, but for young people. So we were doing a lot around teen pregnancy prevention and youth development and life skills. But then we also had to look at not only physical health and well-being, but what that looked like for women in terms of economic self, uh, self-sufficiency. And so we can't really talk about improving your health if you don't have the uh, financial well-being to do that. And so very early on, we began connecting financial literacy and micro-business training to the work that we were doing around overall health and wellness for women. So that's who we are as an organization. We've been a valuable resource in the community for 30 years, and we're excited about what we're doing, and we're excited, as you said, about more that we can do, especially as it relates to the work that we're doing around maternal health. How do your clients find you? Well, when it comes to healthcare, many women are doing uh, Google searches and they're doing word of mouth and finding out about us from others who've been touched by our services. So they may be doing a search for low cost or no cost healthcare because very importantly, as I said, we don't want um, access to be an issue. We don't want income to be a barrier. So they may be doing a search for free healthcare, low cost healthcare, black women's health, because they have this sense that they want to be seen by women who look like them um, and have a shared life experience. And so that's how they often find out about us. And also through uh, partner agencies. So they may find out about us through United Way 211 or through other local health care providers. One of the things that I'm really excited about is that April is Black Maternal Health Week. And one of uh, our signature programs is Atlanta Healthy Start. And so that program really is focused on making sure that women are healthy before, during, and after pregnancy. And that's really done through a home visitation model in which we have case managers, many, again, who have a shared lived experience, uh, very similar to the women who they're impacting and serving. And they're going in the homes and they're teaching moms or moms-to-be about the importance of infant care, the importance of prenatal care, They're making sure that they're linked to adequate prenatal care with local providers in the community, such as Grady Hospital, 
Um, and they're making sure that they're getting all those health and social services that they need, whether it is affordable child care, housing, uh, GED training, uh, job training, and really being that social support for that woman so that she's not isolated, but that she's nurtured and supported because we know that pregnancy is that critical time in which women should be given special attention and, and cared for. So we're excited about what that means, and we're excited about doing a lot of activities in the month of April as it relates to really just highlighting the importance of black maternal health. Now, you brought Raven along with you. Tell us why. I did. Um, what I love about Atlanta Healthy Start, again, is that I get to meet women like Raven, women who are pregnant and they would love some additional support, um, or women who are, who've already had a child and they're new to parenting. And so uh, Raven came to us and she has a family support worker by the name of Perez, who Perez happens to be a doula, which is a child uh, birth support person. I believe uh, Perez may also be a, a lactation consultant. So this is a woman who loves babies, loves moms, gives lots of support and nurturing. And so um, Raven will tell a little bit more about herself, but Raven is her niece, actually. And so when she found out that Raven was pregnant, she encouraged her to be a part of the program. And based on Raven's um, interest, also not only in her own pregnancy, but also wanting to be a help for other moms in the future, uh, Raven was just the perfect fit for our program. So, Raven, when your aunt told you about this, what was your response? Well, I was excited, actually, mm -hmm. um, because I, as soon as I found out that I was pregnant, I actually wanted to join the program, even though I didn't tell my aunt right away. But I knew, like, from the start, like, oh, I want to be in this program because I, I always see what my aunt does for the community. And before I was pregnant, I even helped her sometimes, like, with volunteering. So I was very excited about the program. So how does it work for you? What happens? Well, with me, um, my family support worker, which is my aunt, Miss Perez, she comes, she visits me every other month, and she mostly has to call me like every other week. And she, what she does is she teaches me and she gives me knowledge about my pregnancy, and she prepares me for like my labor. She prepares me for what to expect after I have the baby. She teaches me the importance of going to my prenatal appointments, um, talk to me about breastfeeding and along with the knowledge she also I love that she gives me the opportunity to do things like if I need somebody to talk to she'll refer me to counseling a free counseling program that they have um, so that I can talk to somebody every two three weeks um, I get to participate in sister circle um, what's that sister circle is a program where other moms like um, me who are pregnant or either already had their child, we come together like once a month and we basically get to sit, we get to talk. Um, they talk to us about real world problems. We get to do activities like making poster boards, um, future goals. We talk about our goals. We get to talk about if we have any problems within our relationships or pregnancy. So it gives me a comfort zone because we all know each other and we get to hang around each other and they also get to feed us. <laughs> <laughs> After all, you are eating for two, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, so when do you do? I'm due August 7th. Oh, so you're getting kind of close. Yes, ma'am. How excited are you? I'm very excited. I can't wait, especially because I'm a first time mom. And do you know if you're having a son or a daughter? I'm having a girl. <gasps> Have you already picked out a name? Yes, ma'am. Her name's going to be Skylar. <laughs> what do you think, Raven, you would be doing, or how prepared would you be for Skylar's birth 
if you didn't have your aunt and if you didn't have the program at the Center for Black Women's Wellness? I don't think I would be that much prepared because, like I said, our family support workers, they give us that support and they give us that knowledge. So if it wasn't for my family support worker, I'll probably just be Googling or asking my um, nurses questions. But it's easier when you can just pick up the phone and call your family support worker anytime you want to. If you have any questions, if you, you're going through pain or um, anything emotional, you can just call them at any time and talk to them. And they're willing to talk to you. They'll never say, oh, I'm off the clock or none of that. They'll, um, you can call in the nighttime and they'll still be there to talk to you, to be that person to support you through all times. What's been the most surprising thing you've learned going through your pregnancy? I would say the most surprising thing that I have learned through this pregnancy would be I didn't really know much about um, breastfeeding, I would say. And um, I'm still going through that process of learning things about breastfeeding because I have classes coming up that um, she's putting me in for breastfeeding. But um, I I learned that you know, breastfeeding is way more healthier than formula milk. So that's one thing um, I was excited to learn about because I do want to breastfeed. So I just had a problem with if I breastfeed, well, will my um, will my child's father get to help feed the baby too? Because, you know, I don't want the child always crying with him. So she teaches me things like that, how I can pump my milk. And it also will give the child's father a chance to feed the baby and be there for the child too. This sounds like the wow. exact kind of program that is needed in the community when you when you hear people like Raven describe the benefits of the experience. Exactly. Um, I think that's why programs like this are so important and the community needs to be aware of them, not only as a resource, but also as a support and help so that those who are interested in helping moms like Raven could be a part of this work and a part of this movement. I think often what we don't realize in our community is that as it relates to black maternal health that um, black women are most impacted by pregnancy related conditions um, and even pregnancy related deaths and so while we don't want pregnancy to be a scary thing because pregnancy is a natural wonderful thing we do want to bring heightened awareness to the issue that black women need additional support you know, there have been a whole lot of stories out there with very famous people who have been, uh, whether it's Serena Williams, who was just not listened to, you know, based on the complaints and the things that she knew was going on with her body um, and some really scary situations. But I think that these programs are important because not only does it teach women of any eco- socioeconomic status to be an advocate for themselves, because at the end of the day, we have to be an advocate for ourselves when it comes to talking to our health care providers knowing our bodies, being a champion for good health for ourselves and our families and our communities. Um, But again, it's about that support that can happen and also just um, making sure that we're our healthiest selves prior to pregnancy. I think a big issue as it relates to maternal health is that we want to make sure that women are healthy before they even think about becoming pregnant or before their next pregnancy. And so, you know, certainly from a healthcare perspective, it's critical to get a lot of preventive care, but also those healthy lifestyle behaviors and reducing stress, you know, trying to be fit and trying to eat healthy. Those are all critical things that programs like ours are essential to to helping just creating greater community health. And you all are going to be able to do more work because of, very, because of a very significant 
uh, federal grant the organization has received. Can we talk about that? We can. We're really excited. Uh, Healthy Start is a federally funded program. There are around 100 uh, federally funded Healthy Start projects across the country. They are now currently six in Georgia, which I'm very excited for because I truthfully wish every community in Georgia could have a Healthy Start program. But Healthy Start essentially is a program that's about home visitation and case management. Um, It's about health education. It's about linking moms to prenatal care. And it's about creating greater community awareness about the health of women before, during, and after pregnancy. And so we just received word that we were refunded for this grant. um, And we're very excited about that so that it's a a million-dollar grant opportunity for, uh, for us Um, And it's a five-year grant. So that really is a wonderful investment in the community. And it will allow us to serve 700 women, babies, and very importantly, men. Because fathers are a critical piece to the equation that often, um, you know, they're left, you know, it's left unheard when we're talking about maternal and child health programs. But fathers have to be a part of the equation. And so this will actually enable us to case manage up to 100 men. So we will be hiring some uh, uh, a fatherhood coordinator and some male staff, a male case manager. So they'll be able to do very similar to what women receive in terms of making sure that they're linked to health care services, economic opportunities, so whether it's job training, fatherhood programs. So I'm really, we're all ecstatic at this opportunity to scale up this program that's already being so impactful. So you're literally expanding the capacity of the services? We're expanding the capacity, absolutely. So in, in previous years where we've served up to 500, now we're going up to 700. Um, and so the main criteria is that you have to reside in Fulton City of Atlanta, Fulton County. Um, and so if... And that's to receive services? To receive services, yes. In the Healthy Start program. In the Healthy Start program. But that may not necessarily relate to the other pillars of what the center does, whether it's wellness or adolescent health or enterprise development. Absolutely. So as it relates to our other programs, especially as it relates to health care, we serve women and men throughout metropolitan Atlanta. So while women's health is is the, the main piece of what we do, I should mention very importantly that four evenings a month we actually use volunteer health care providers and they offer primary care for women and men. So we know oftentimes those men come because the women in their lives are dragging them there. Uh, We know often it's difficult to get men to the doctor, but once they're there, and many often know that they have a chronic health condition like diabetes or hypertension, we're able to, through those, those volunteer providers, manage those conditions, and that is at no cost for those who are uninsured and at least 200% are below the federal poverty level. So we can, people can contact us and kind of find out their criteria, and if it if they fall within that criteria, and we're there to serve them. Is that the primary reason why so many people in the African-American community, especially black women, find themselves underserved when it comes to health care because they either don't have access or they are underemployed and cannot afford coverage? That is very, very true. So, of course, Currently, we still have the coverage gap in Georgia, and as we're trying to grapple with whether there'll be Medicaid expansion or not, or vouchers, whatever, that waivers, whatever that may look like, in our current state as it is now, there are many who still do not have um, insurance, and, and uh, blacks are uh, more likely to be uninsured than whites, and for a variety of reasons, either they are um, working for an employer who does not have to give them benefits because of their um, working part-time, so they're working fewer hours. 
Um, but there are also many who come to us who are self-employed um, and those who, again, their income is too uh, below, to, so they fall in what they call that coverage gap. Um, and so they need a source of care. And so many do not know that there are um, services out there. And it's not just us. I mean, I want to be an advocate for all there, you know, re- regardless of where you live, you can look uh, and do a search on charitable clinics um, or, you know, the health department or federally qualified health centers, because it's really important that um, we want people to have opportunities to access health care regardless of their income and their insurance status. I see on your website that one of the programs you offer is a healthy eating program where there are cooking classes and yes. you're working with another nonprofit in the community, Open Hand. Open Hand. And, yeah, tell us about yes. that. That's been a, a great relationship. They uh, do uh, a class called Cooking Matters, and that is it's, it's a nation, nationwide curriculum, actually. It's around six weeks, and it's hands-on cooking. So, And this is really focused on c- cooking healthy on a budget. So, for example, one of the sessions is how to uh, uh, prepare a meal for four with ten dollars with for ten dollars. I mean, and so it really is going to the basics about what you can do. You know, buying a whole chicken as opposed to buying, uh, you know, chicken pieces. You know, which is more economical. But it's hands-on cooking, so it's it's just a great class. Cooking matters. It's it's always well received. People bring their children because we do some on-site childcare there, and the children get opportunity to sample and eat the food. So you're exposing your children to, you know, great nutritious cooking, and they, you know, uh, you know, colorful fruits and vegetables added to your repertoire of, of recipes. Also, as a part of it, you get to go to the grocery store with the um, nutritionist, and so you're actually going through and figuring out how to kind of shop better at a grocery store instead of like when you're hungry and getting the eye, you know, looking at the lower end. Uh, uh, more Popcorn, ec- cookies. Exactly. So Junk it's, food. it's a great program. And I mean, but with that said, thank you for uh, looking at the website because partnerships are so critical. So we partner with a lot of entities, hospitals, other nonprofits to do this work because we cannot do it al- alone. Um, and we really encourage individuals to get involved with us as well to find out how they can support efforts, whether through volunteerism, uh, because, again, we not only seek volunteer um, physicians and nurses, but just lay volunteers who can do things like, you know, helping stuff envelopes and helping to make reminder calls for patients who, you know, need to come in and um, get that blood pressure checked. So there are a lot of wonderful opportunities, and we just love to engage with people to find out how um, they could continue, you know, to we could work together to improve the health and well-being of women and their families. Raven, it sounds as if this opportunity has been a great benefit to you. Yes, ma'am. What do you want for your little girl when she gets here? I basically just, my main thing is her being healthy. And I also want to make sure that I can be the best mom that I can be for my um, for my little girl. Um, I also just want her to, I want to be able to be there for her and teach her things and, you know, just be a mom. Her. You're pretty excited about it, aren't yes, you? Yes, ma'am, I am. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell that, that giant smile on your face. I can't wait. You can't wait. Yes. <laughs> the physicians, the doctors and nurses, who yes. uh, they're donating their time when they're seeing patients at the center, correct? They are donating their time. So four evenings a month, they are, they are, are leaving the day job and coming to us you know, from around 5 to 8 p.m. Out of the goodness out of, of their the hearts. Out of the goodness of their hearts to see patients. Um, and not only that, we have uh, some volunteer psychiatrists. So we are offering mental health 
um, on site during those hours of primary care. So just to ensure that we are integrating care because that's so critically important as well. So looking at the entire uh, well-being of a person, you know, body and mind and spirit. And it is uh, so they're doing it out of the kindness of their hearts. It truly has been um, a wonderful, wonderful it's been the time of my life, uh, you know, working at the Center for Black Women's Wellness. And I'm just, I wouldn't have it any other way. It sounds as if it's very rewarding for you and that you know your work is genuinely making a difference in our community. It is rewarding. And meeting women like Raven is what really continues to inspire me and motivate me to do the work that I had to do to, you know, primarily fundraise and partner and do all these things to make sure that the work happens and to see the difference every day and to see, you know, and the, and the data tells the story. It's not, it's the stories of the women and the men and the children, but it's also the outcomes, you know, seeing that our moms are more likely to breastfeed, that our moms are, are more likely to get prenatal care in that first trimester, that those who do continue to come to us, they are more likely to lower their blood pressure. They are more likely to lower their A1C le- levels if they have diabetes. And so, to see that is very rewarding, um, and I just i am very thankful. And there's no limit on the number of services that a patient or a client can receive? Well, there's no limit, but grant funds are necessary to get to do this work. So, I, you know, I, I, I have to be honest about that. We are uh, we have physical limitations in terms of our space um, and in terms of our staff, but, you know, we really are committed to um, if we can't serve uh, those that we really would love to serve, that we're connecting them to other resources. And again, our job as a staffing board, you know, and volunteers is to continue to find the resources to do this great work. If there's someone listening who knows someone who could benefit from the services that the Center for Black Women's Wellness offers, how do they go about finding you uh, beyond the Google search? Right, exactly. Well, they can go to our website at cbww.org. Again, that's C as in center, bww.org. They can also call us at 404-688-9202. And we have a great social media community, too. So they can connect to us with the CBWW Atlanta uh, Facebook, Instagram, so we are very active there. And either way, there you can connect with us, um, and we'd love to work with you. And fair to say you're looking for people to connect with you because they, like Raven, can take advantage of and benefit from the services offered, or they can be a volunteer and service provider. Absolutely. Jamie Dorsey, Raven, thank you so much. Congratulations on thank your pregnancy. You. We are looking forward to the birth of a very healthy baby girl. Thank Congratulations, you. and thanks for sharing your story. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, condo 29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.